Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Talk about a treat of a guest on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, from Montreal, Quebec, Genevieve Rossette on the show. Her new album, Satellite, out since March 18th, guys. It's pretty much, what's the word? Ah, yes, outstanding. Just a fantastic, fantastic nine-song collection, guys. That really, I mean, it's such an emotionally powerful album that you guys are going to love it in every way. And Genevieve's voice is just something else, guys. And her songwriting is even better. She's a true artist, a very charming gal as well, and really a super enjoyable guest on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. We couldn't be happier to have her on the show, guys. So welcome to all of you. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. Uh, Her song Hostage from the album is going to be performed on the show, a very exclusive acoustic version. So stay tuned for that. And uh, how, how have you guys been? Hope everyone is well. This is, of, uh, of course, uh, Jamie here. We thank you for listening wherever you are coming to us from. We hope everyone is having a good spring season. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff happening in the j Concerts Media world. So uh, just head over to j and sign up for our newsletter or follow us on our socials at j Concerts Media. But uh, we hope everyone is doing well. And, uh, you know, please give us a review. Click subscribe. Those things help us quite a bit. And let's get straight to it, because this is a wonderful episode, and I don't want to keep you guys waiting. Genevieve Rosette on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Man, oh my God, this works. It works. Technology works, Genevieve. How are you? Look at you. Oh, thanks. I'm pretty good. I'm not the techiest person, so... Just glad everything works. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Exciting day for me. I got to tell you, because we're big fans. You know, I mean, first of all, let me take you in. Look at that compound. Creatively, beautiful piano. We have guitars there. Yes, I made an effort. I cleaned up. Look at that. You got <laughs> lights going on. You got all kinds of beautiful energy flowing through the Genevieve household. We love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where are you coming to us from? Are you in Quebec? Yeah, I'm in Montreal, Quebec. Okay. Okay. And I'm sorry if I'm butchering like the names like Quebec and all that stuff. I hate when like the French comes all across, but you know, we do our best. You do your, you sound good. It sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Genevieve, like I said, you know, exciting day for us. You know, when, a, when true talent comes on Genevieve, you know, I have a responsibility, you know, throughout my career. When there's a real good artist, we have to talk about it. You know, there's too much crap out there. So it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's the good part of the job when we have someone like you on the show, uh, not just with Satellite which we loved like all weekend, but just like your older stuff, like we were jamming to like parachute, the covers, the whole nine yards. We love it. So welcome oh, to the show. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Genevieve, let me start with this. I mean, we saw some great videos of you performing. I mean, tremendous live presence. You love the stage. The stage loves you. In fact, in 2019, you played like a third of the year, like a hundred shows. Yeah. Um, how has the return to touring been like for you? I know you're about to tour some more. Has it been weird a little bit? like to get back in, in into it i mean here in montreal like things are just opening up like this week and my first show back is actually this saturday so i don't really have an answer for you mm. yet but i'm definitely feeling 
nervous. And, you know, I feel like it's been so long that I'm like nervous that I'm going to, you know, talk weird in between the songs or just like not be as good as I want, you know, you know how it is, but uh, I'm yes, nervous, but the most important thing is that I'm excited and I'm happy and I'm lucky to have like 12 shows, which is a lot. I'm going from doing nothing to being super busy that's, so that's crazy it'll be it'll be a challenge but i'm ready i've been like sleeping eating healthy i'm like <laughs> you look good you, you look stage ready thank um, you when was your last show this is crazy mm, i did a house concert in january in okay. kansas city it was like with for friends and family but my last show like on a stage I did some shows summer 2021. I think we were lucky enough to do like four shows. Okay. Okay. In like August, 2021. So it's been a while. So it's been like stop and go a little bit. Yeah. But you know, we did a couple shows in 2021, but the best is when you have like a few months of shows booked, you feel comfortable in the set and you're, you're like ready to go. It's when you only have like three, four shows, you don't really have time to settle in and really right. feel comfortable it's like kind of like a warm-up so it's been it's been a, a long time I'm pretty nervous oh my god I love it no I think you're gonna be great I mean like the music's there you're there I mean from from what we hear from our friends in Nashville like what they forgot is the physical stamina like that that was like the constant like they forgot how physically exhausting it can be so definitely that's the, yeah that's why I told you, like, I've been sleeping and eating and trying to just, you know, I don't drink alcohol and I've been just trying to take care of myself to, to be in shape for this tour coming up because yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough on your body. Just honestly, just holding your guitar on your back is for hard. like two hours. Sure. Mm-hmm. It hurts your back. And then like we had some rehearsals last week and I my back's been hurting just because it was like three four days in a row of holding my guitar i'm like oh i forgot i used to have muscles over here like oh yeah what happened (laughs) i used to have muscles right i love it so you mentioned okay so you stopped drinking in 2017 i was gonna ask you this okay and you really like you have you haven't drank since like you stopped in five years ago yeah it's been five years this year wow how do you feel really good i mean ups and downs all the time i i feel like after five years It'll become like a way to live. I hope it, it it just continues to go as well as it's going for the past, I'd say like year. The mm-hmm. pandemic was definitely weird. Um, for me, it wasn't really lockdown. Lock, lockdown, that was hard. Um, yeah. What was hard was when things start, started to open up again. Because here in Quebec, like you were allowed to go on a patio last summer. You were allowed to meet up with your friends in a park. And like, it's like all these activities included alcohol. Yeah, in a way. of course. So to me, that was like hard. I felt comfortable in my house, in my apartment. Like here, there's nothing alcohol. There's no bottle opener. There's no wine glasses. You know, I just got rid of everything sure. alcohol. Um, but to go back into like a bar or like a venue with, with yeah. alcohol, that was, that was a little weird for me. I, I, I had to face that once more but you know that's that's life as a sober person and it's my choice and I I I want to keep being sober because it is the best for me it's the way of life that I need and it's sure the way I'm my better self 
totally no and you know what like in, in nashville it's become like a really normal thing like you'll go out and like you know my musician friends it'll be 50 50 like that's you can't awesome. just you can't just assume someone drinks anymore you know that's awesome i feel like a lot of there's yeah. a lot of people who have like issues with alcohol in the music industry it is it, it's spread because there's alcohol everywhere Right, and right. Often, like sometimes people like people want to pay you in beers. <laughs> like, right, <laughs> right. Don't give me drink tickets. I I won't take them. Like, I won't use them. I know. Yeah. Oh.
Oh my God, I love it. I love it. And uh, yeah, okay, so you're standing next to a piano. And, um, you know, I want you know, it's interesting because, uh, let, let me just share my screen here, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and oh, like, you for, you for stalked my, me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that's what we do. But for my audio audience, like, they can't see it, but it's basically baby Genevieve here yeah. with the mm -hmm. piano. You must have been like, what, seven, eight years old? Yeah, probably probably six, seven, something like that. Yeah, six, seven. Like, look how comfortable you look with that instrument. <laughs> um, and we love this photo, Genevieve, because you know, like the piano. Like, man, you just like t tell us a little bit about like how music came into your life. I know you're from a musical family, but just mm -hmm. look how the comfort that you are here with music instruments. Oh, that's touching. Thank you for pulling that that photo up. Um, I grew up in a really creative environment. My mom um, taught piano at home for the longest time, like, like 20 years. And my father is just a music lover. So we grew up like listening to music all the time. Um, my sister plays the piano and she sings. My brother plays the guitar. So everybody kind of plays an instrument. And um, I just, I grew up like watching much music, which is like kind of like your MTV. Like the MTV, sure, of Canada. Yeah. They had like, they had uh, music videos on and they had a French version, which was Music Plus. So I would watch on channel 30, it was Music Plus and on channel 35, so of good. music. So I had like both versions and we'd watch like the countdowns and I'd learn like all the choreographies to the music videos. I was really obsessed with music my whole life. And it was just kind of normal, like my whole environment, they, everyone in my family was also obsessed with music. So it's just to me, that was normal to, yeah. to just love and create music all the time. It's just who you are. It's your purpose. I think so. And like, you know, sometimes I, I, I forget that and I get really discouraged. You know, sometimes music is it's not an easy path. It's not an easy sure. career. Sure. But I always go back to that thought that you said, like, that's that's what I was meant to do. That's my purpose. And I just have to keep going because that's what I'm on this earth to do. You do. And when you sing some of these songs, uh, you know, Genevieve, like, and they really like touch like our DNA in such a profound way, trust me, like it is your purpose. Um, but by the way, you've always been so outspoken about learning and understanding the music business. That's what's super cool about you. You're just uh, like a, like a creator, like you, like you try to understand the whole spectrum. Um, do you almost in a way miss like looking at that photo, like the innocence, right? Do you no. miss it away? Do you miss that innocence of it when you could, when you just could play some chords and have some fun and not have to deal with like a check for Spotify for $1, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> That's the big thing. Like I'm a very nostalgic person too. So that feeling is spot on. Um, but actually I have like this theory thing that I do. Like I, I love playing the piano. As I said, my mother was a piano teacher, but you will never see me on a stage playing piano. Because right. Because for me, piano is like, I still have that where I'm just playing for me and I'm not thinking about my career when I'm playing. I'm just playing music when I play piano. When I play guitar, I write with my guitar, I perform with my guitar, you know, I work with it. So it's a kind sure. of a different relationship that I have with the piano. So that's why I chose to, I know it's, it's kind of weird. I've never heard anyone say something like that, but I like purposely don't play piano Beautiful. on stage. It's just, it's it. mine. It's, it's my little, my little world. <laughs> and it's beautiful because looking at your studio or where you are right now, it's like your piano is like your self-care station. Oh, and then definitely. behind it is like all the, all the business, all the guitar. 
you yeah, know? and I got like some posters of me too over there. It's like my, it's my me land over here. <laughs> I love it. Is that John Mayer in the back? All the way in the back wall? Yeah, Is that John Mayer? It's John Mayer. And Radiohead. Um, Radiohead. Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers and My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. My Chemical <laughs> Romance. I didn't throw me off. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's like a 15-year-old me. I still love like emo music, but yeah, I, I used I mean, to love all those are All those are classics. So, oh yeah. You know, well played. Um, so you talked a little bit about, say, uh, about uh, Kansas City. You mentioned it there. And, you know, interesting story with Kansas City for you. I mean, Folk Alliance you know, uh, actually, we're gonna, we may see you in May of this year, looking forward to it. But but your folk alliance experiences have been magical. Because uh, specifically, a couple of years ago, you found love in a folk alliance, right? <laughs> like, yes. not, o- not only were you like a showcase artist, and you were in New Orleans jamming and making fans, but you found love. I know. And, you know, I was honestly in a weird place. I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go to folk alliance that year. It was 2020. So right before COVID. And, um, uh, I have chronic migraines and I was going through like a phase where I had a lot of chronic migraines and I wasn't feeling like super well, but my mom told me like, oh, Geneviève, if you want, I'll come with you. And if you feel sick, then we'll just stay at the hotel and I'll take care of you. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. And like, good thing I went because, <laughs> you know, I met my boyfriend, Chris, who I love so much. And he's, he's just such a great guy. And I, I'm, so glad I went, you know, Look at and, you. and it was fun. It was fun. And it was, I found love and it was. Look at that smile. I mean, romantic. my audience can't see it, but yeah, big smile. <laughs> romantic, like such a romantic purpose. Like that trip has had a purpose in my life. Yeah. I sure. love that. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, so, so he's still in, in Kansas city. Yeah. He lives Are in you, Kansas city. I'm, I'm going for folk Alliance now in May. Yeah. So that's when we'll see each other. Uh, probably we'll see each other next. I'm I'm honestly pretty busy till then. So hopefully time flies by because I'm it will. Like, I know. Yeah. And it's it's 2022 now. Yeah, I think so. Like that's what yeah, that's what they I'm say. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> relationships, you know, you can do all sorts of different relationships nowadays. And I never thought I would be in a long distance relationship like this, but I, I'm overall I'm happy, and that's what counts. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. And you're so good at capturing that emotion, uh, Genevieve, like like in the new song, uh, Les Adieux, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like a goodbye in French or whatever. Uh, beautiful song. It's, you know, it's about trying to save that relationship. And But I, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you capture, like, you're so in tune with love, with the good, with the bad, with the, like, ha- has this always been like a thing for you? Like, have you always been so emotional with love? It's beautiful. I mean, I have, I've, I've always been a very like sensitive, emotional person. And I've always like written some songs about love. But in the past couple of years, I just kind of understood like my own mechanism with dealing with how I am loved and how I love and how you fall in and out of love. Like that had never really happened to me. And it was just all these new emotions that I didn't think I could write a whole record about. But apparently, apparently you can. And I just yeah. kind of followed- and in different languages too. Sure. Yeah. I kind of just followed my, my intuition and, and wrote about what was going on in my heart and in my head. And it came out in these nine songs. And I'm just I'm so glad it's it's recorded and people are going to hear it really soon. So it's it's kind of nerve wracking, but it's it's a very personal record overall because it does talk about, you know, my love. Uh, breathtaking. Exact. Oh, thank you. It, it talks about like my love life, you know, and it's yeah. it's personal. But I as a music lover I like listening to music that is personal so I thought I'll just open up and I'll just go for it like I like to listen to songs that 
I, I try to figure out like, oh, what is she talking about this person or this person? You know, that's something that I do as a music lover. So I'm yeah. just going to open up and it's pretty much my diary that I'm releasing on March 18th. So mm. <laughs> dig in. <laughs> dig in. Yeah. Yeah. Dig into my emotional baggage and love. I love it. <laughs> true artist Genevieve and you know we can't let you go without asking you about hello I'm from Delaware you know mm -hmm. I know you talk about this story probably every other day and I apologize right but you know my audience maybe they, they're not familiar with your story but here you are Dallas Green song and you cover it hello I'm from Delaware you do an amazing job Thank and you. It, it reaches him via Instagram or social media and you know long story short and we'll put this in in the video version here we'll edit it in you're like rocking and rolling on stage with them with thousands of people, like, like screaming, like, like how good, like, basically it was a magical moment. Sometimes I wonder, I will stay strong. Definitely. What was, it was this like chapter like? Yeah, it was like a movie. And that period of my life, I feel like I opened some kind of door to like bring in magical movie moments because <laughs> I had so many beautiful things happen to me. I, I, I'm, I'm lucky. But yeah, that was, um, that was nuts. Like the whole like Oshiaga is a, the Montreal's biggest music festival, and he invited me to perform with him at the festival. And like he invited me and said do you want to come to sing with me at Oshiaga? And I, at first I said, no, because I was like, are you crazy? I'm not going to sing in front of like 40,000 people, <laughs> but he convinced me and we did it. Um, and I honestly, today I watched the video and I don't even like remember the performance because I was so stressed. Wow. I just, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, that's me. I did that. Cool. All right. I just remember it like being so loud and just seeing like endless, like heads, sure. <laughs> like a sea of heads. Um, but it was it was so cool, like such a great opportunity to perform with Dallas Green. Like he's in a band called Alexis on Fire, and I was a big, big fan. I'm, I still am. And I used to listen to his songs when I was 15 years old. He inspired my songwriting. So this is it's really a dream come true situation. And sometimes I still can't believe it happened. I'm very lucky and, and grateful for his help as well, because obviously getting his voice on one of my songs brought me a lot of new fans so it's it's just overall just a great opportunity wow but can i just say that like what you told us does not go with the video like it seems like you were like like you belonged you kicked like you grabbed that stage by the by the balls basically you know i was really nervous like before going on the stage all day i like you could not talk to me i was like freaking out but then when no I walked, eye contact no, <laughs> no eye seriously contact. i was like where are my sunglasses and i was like, like <laughs> But once I walked on the stage, it wasn't that bad. I was surprised at how far the crowd was because I'm used yeah. to doing smaller shows where people are like in your face. I was sure. like, whoa, I could see my friend, my, my friend Shay in the front row. And he was like, so far. <laughs> so it was just like all these weird thoughts were going through my mind. Like, oh, I'm actually doing this. And I felt pretty calm. But still, it, I don't really, you know, when you do a thing and you, it, you were so nervous for it that you don't really remember like sure. when you're when you're in school and you have like an oral an oral presentation you got to mm -hmm. do and you just don't remember that's yeah. how it was i just kind of forgot <laughs> i love it i love Thank it god someone me. filmed <laughs> yeah no it and it's amazing and you know you hear people like chris martin say they still get nervous so that's like a rock star thing it's never gonna go away and you're still gonna rock and roll it so 
but uh but genevieve said man what else needs to be said we, i could talk to you for days but thank you for your time i mean what an album seriously like that you're releasing i mean we cannot wait for the people to hear satellite because it is absolutely breathtaking breathtaking thank you so much in a, in a- you've been listening to j rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez